0: Hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast Beyond Marketing and Productivity. The only show that deconstructs complex concepts like consumer behavior, growth and productivity principles. I'm your host Sai and in this today's episode, I will talk about the North Star metric. We will discuss about ins and outs of the metric, why use it and how to build one. And of course, what is a North Star? By the way, I should mention this. There are some interesting examples at the end. So be sure to listen all the way through and don't miss the end. Let us dive right in. You know, a common misconception about a company's growth is that it can be measured by the number of new customers going through the door, right? However, this is not always the case. In fact, I have been doing the same thing for a long time. We have been measuring our company's growth by total number of new customers acquired in a month. Lately, I have realized that total number of new customer acquisitions is not the right metric. So, with lots of thinking and debates, we have realized that total number of customers whose quality of life is improved can be a better North star metric. Since we are in healthcare, quality of life matters, that's the value we provide to the customers. And yes, there are lots of other options and metrics that helps you to measure the growth of your business in the long run, rather than just instant popularity. There are many metrics that help you to grow, so you must be asking Sai. Isn't it kind of confusing by focusing on all the metrics, right? And yes. You are absolutely correct my friend. That's why you should concentrate on one metric, which is a leading indicator for the company's growth. One metric that drives growth for a long term, it is called North Star Metric or shortly NSM. So you must be thinking, what is this NSM jargon, what the hell is this North Star Metric? Let me clarify it for you. A non Star Metric is the one number that predicts the company's long term success. It is a leading indicator that helps in growth and direction. You must be thinking it is the same as KPIs because KPIs also measure the same long-term success of the company. Well, my friend, a North Star metric is different from KPI. Both are not the same, and we will get it later. We will get to it later. So, what is it exactly? Any metric can be a North Star if it measures three things: if it leads to revenue reflects customer value and measures progress if a company can create one metric that accounts for all these three factors revenue customers value and progress and every department contributes to improves this singular metric then it will grow substantially over a long term compared to competitors see the idea is very simple and straightforward if your company brings a lot of value to your customer your growth will be positive the assumption about north star is that if your customer receives the value for what they're paying then they frequently purchase more and refer their friends and family, and eventually you will have a successful business. Here, the value you provide is the North Star metric. For example, Airbnb, a bed and breakfast company, is North Star, is number of nights booked, Zoom, a communication tool, not Star is weekly hosted meetings, Uber, a ride hailing platform, North Star is rides per week, Spotify, North Star is time spent in listening. See, the thing is, growth has become a significant preoccupation of companies over the last couple of decades, right? And choosing a powerful mountain top matrix allows you to grow over long term while remaining profitable, which is the main object to here. And that then profits matter. So, for a business to grow, it is essential to focus on the north star metric. And if we do, business grows in every aspect. You must be thinking, what does north star offers to organization? Well, my friend. North star gives you clarity. Not just that, North star gives you focus. Your company will have the same goal, your team as a single unit working together to achieve the same goals. And yes, they may focus on different areas, but still they are playing their part within a large scheme of things. Since everyone focuses on one metric that drives growth, it can be tracked at company level and everyone can see how well the company is performing. Every employee in the organization feels accountable for what they are doing. It also gives clarity and alignment on what the product team needs to optimize and what can be traded off. Also, NordStar helps you to be more customer focused rather than just going after revenues and profitabilities. I think I convinced you of having a NordStar metric for every organization, right? Now you must be thinking, how should I build or how should I identify the NordStar metric for my organization? Well, my friend, a successful NordStar metric meets these seven criteria. When does your customer reach the end goal? Is the first one. Your non-symmetric equals your customer success moments. For example, in the case of Instagram, the moment is when you feel hurt, either because someone liked or commented on your post, or entertained, typically engaged with other users' posts. And in case of Dropbox, the user can quickly put their pictures in the cloud along with anything for that matter, and all these files are accessible from anywhere across the world on any device. That's the end goal. Second, is your Star metric measurable? Always, metrics should be measurable. Things like customer satisfaction or degree of unburning are not measurable. Examples like number of times a specific action is carried out, number of orders received in a particular time frame, the time taken for the user to complete an action can be a right metric. And the third, is it time-bound? See, for any good product, it is essential to ensure that your metrics are relevant. To measure a successful not star, you typically consider the time frame such as hour, day, week, or a month. This way, you can see if you are growing at a steady rate over time or not. You can compare your current week or current month with the previous month, rather than using an irrelevant amount of time, say an entire year. Always, I recommend reporting on month-to-month increments or week-to-week increments. Fourth, does external factors influence your not star? remember a good north star metric should not be influenced by any external factors besides your customers for example if you're in a travel company you don't want your north star metric to be something that don't rely strongly on experience with your brand for instance the number of five star journeys per month is not a good north star metric because as a travel organization it may not reflect the impact you are having on the things like weather flight delays or local people mood during these months Fifth, does your pirate funnel impact your North Star metric? Yes, your North Star metric should be influenced by everyone in the organization. It should not matter on what phase of the pirate funnel they are working on. Everyone should feel that they are involved and contributing to the common goal. On the other hand, your North Star metric should also influence different phases of the funnel. For example, in an e commerce company, if you have the number of packages delivered as a North Star metric, then the revenue phase of the funnel should increase. Similarly, if you gain more brand awareness with more orders, your referral phase of the funnel goes up. Sixth is your North Star reflects the growth of the company. Yes, your not Star should directly connect it to growth on daily or weekly basis. And as you are taking care of the metrics that keep your business growing and thriving, it's important not to allow unnecessary or vanity metrics to carry too much weight. What are vanity metrics? Metrics like number of visits or number of downloads an app, number of visits to a website. These are vanity metrics. They carry too much weight. Let us assume that you consider one of the vanity metrics or non-metric it may have grown significantly but revenue remains the same then the metric itself is wrong to measure for example for a lab diagnostics company number of reports downloaded is a bad and dangerous metric because a customer might download report twice or thrice seventh Does your North Star metric provides value to the customer? The most important thing of all these seven metrics is this one. The most important thing you can do is that you are always providing your customers with value. A good North Star means you don't just keep eye on your marketing KPIs, but also different pirate funnel metrics like retention and referral as well. For example, the number of orders made is far too focused on your marketing KPIs rather than customer satisfaction. Yes, you may convert more orders. What if the customer is not satisfied with the delivery or the service? Referral funnel breaks. Here. So, in this case, a good north star metric would be total number of orders delivered without any complaints. Next. Oh, by the way, one fun fact, do you know what is a dangerous and uh, wrong north star metric? Can you guess? You might have. That's right, revenue. Revenue is one of the most dangerous north star metric. Revenue is the price that you are charging rather than the value that a customer gets for it. The danger of revenue as a business non-star metric is that it could lead a company to focus primarily on extracting or squeezing money from the customers in pursuit of revenue targets with no genuine regard for retention or referral. And on the contrary, number of downloads is another dangerous non-star metric. A user might download multiple times in a particular time frame due to various reasons, right? Okay, let's end this boring theory, let's move on to practical examples. What is Facebook North Star Metric? Since Facebook's inception, Zuckerberg has used monthly active users as a North Star Metric. Yes, Facebook's North Star Metric has been subject to much confusion. This is because Facebook is such a versatile platform that it is difficult for them to be more specific about which metric would work for them. Many growth marketers believed that Facebook was too vague with focusing on MAUs. And again, and again, people often confuse Facebook's Nostra metric with their AHA moment. Their AHA moment comes from 7 friends in 10 days. The AHA moment denotes when a user becomes aware of why they should be using their platform. So Facebook Nostra metric is monthly active users. What about Spotify? Spotify's head of growth, Mayur Gupta. In one of his interviews, he mentioned that company's Nostra metric is time spent listening. If you think about it here, it measures the value that customer experience from each playback by how long they listen. There are many external variables that influence time spent listening, right? What about LinkedIn? This one is interesting. Let me tell you a story. LinkedIn's north star metric was formerly number of endorsements given. It proved that users were building relationships with one another which meant they are, they are not likely to delete or abandon their profiles. Because number of endorsements held so much value, it also proved valuable for the recruiters because they received more insights into a person's reputation through the platform. Unfortunately they soon discovered these endorsements garnered but the LinkedIn platform were fabricated and this NSM would not drive growth as they had anticipated. Eventually after takeover by Microsoft, LinkedIn chose to go with Facebook's path, monthly active users as they not star. What about Amazon? Classic case of e-commerce, number of purchases per month. Airbnb, Airbnb Notch the metric is number of uh, nights booked because it ties in perfectly with the importance of both parties, those who are booking and for those whom the space is being reserved. The number of nights booked correlates with the value a customer receives from a good experience using Airbnb. On the other end, it also correlates with the host value from getting a space booked. Here both customer and host receive value from the notched metric. It is like Uber where rider and driver gets the value from both bookings. What about WhatsApp? Very straightforward. Number of messages sent. Again, many might think that number of active users might be the North Star metric, but it is not. Here the value derives from the user sending messages across the platform. What about Netflix? Interesting. Percentage of users who added at least three titles to their queue during their very first session within the service. In my opinion, this is one of the best customer-centric Star metric. Using this metric, Netflix team delivered a unique customer experience followed by the best product out there in the market. What about Cora? What about Cora? As a Nordstar metric, Cora's NSMEs number of questions answered, visualizing how Cora shares knowledge for free on its global platform. Interestingly, Cora has a mission of sharing knowledge globally, which aligns with their Nordstar. What about Slack? From the day one. Slack has been trying to do teams organized. Slack's mission is to build better employee experience and helps teams manage. Its vision is to replace emails and improve collaboration. So there cannot be better NSM than messages sent within organization. Intercom, number of customer interactions. Salesforce, number of records created. Zoom, number of weekly meetings. DocuSign, number of signed envelopes. Likewise, you can understand North Star metric from various companies and implement for your own so that's all for today before going out thank you for listening if you like it please write a review of this podcast wherever you're listening it influences me to talk about growth products marketing and much more so my name is sai and this is beyond marketing and productivity i will catch you in the next one peace